It's time for another episode of A Dad and a Daughter Talk Notre Dame Football. Now, from Bryn Mawr, Pennsylvania, and Belmont, California, here is Maggie and Matthew Paveo. Good evening, everyone. We are back in person at the table in Belmont. I know it's not Friday night, but it's Sunday night. We've watched a full weekend of football. Maggie's back in the house. Maggie, how are you doing? <sighs> well, it's been a long week. Yeah? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, you did a lot. You traveled and, and back and forth. Um, crazy, crazy times right now. Crazy, crazy times for Notre Dame football. We're just going to jump right in, Maggie. Recruiting is going crazy right now um, with decommitments. Uh, maybe some surprise commitments coming. The signing days, I think, less than a week away at this point. Um, so exciting stuff. The big news this week, Peyton Bowen, um, probably Notre Dame's number one recruit, the number one guy on the wish list um, to say, probably a top 10 recruit in the nation. Explosive safety out of Texas. Is he staying with Notre Dame or is he going with Maggie? What do you feel right now? Because we started to see this week. Now, he's been a solid Notre Dame commitment since um geez was it may something like that so for a bit um i could be wrong in the, the time but but solid no name recruit or commitment for a long time and just this past week i'm hearing oklahoma i'm hearing oregon i'm hearing all sorts of things maggie is he staying or is he going should i fall in love with peyton bowen or should i just let him go well i don't know about the falling in <laughs> falling in love part but i do i feel like he's gonna stay really? this might but age really? very poorly but this is gonna, <laughs> yeah, um, you heard it here first yeah he's staying steve wolfong all you other guys that are on yeah. the internet saying he's not he's staying what what is this based on so i just feel like he said oh like what you've been hearing about my recruitment is false which could mean many things it doesn't necessarily mean that he's staying it's mostly based on wishful thinking is okay. my uh, uh, prediction <laughs> okay <laughs> um but I just feel like he's, why would you get cold feet now, kind of? Well, or mean, maybe this is the time to get cold right. feet. Right. I mean, the reason is, is because supposedly NIL deals are coming his way like crazy in the tune of 2 to $3 million is what I heard from Oregon. Now that's the rumor. And who knows what Oklahoma's throwing at him. And he's a local kid in Oklahoma. I mean, from Texas, but, but you know, it's right there. Um, those are the reasons. Uh, I don't know that Notre Dame, we're going to talk a little bit about NIL uh, a little bit in the show, but, you know, because I don't know if Notre Dame is willing to do that for one kid. Um, but it is the state of football these days. Anyway, that's why. I I just feel like, I guess whenever I see people say like, oh, maybe I'll go somewhere else because of NIL, I just don't get it because um, I feel like Notre Dame, the education that you're getting is of so much higher quality. I mean, we already see Kyle Hamilton's coming back. Yes, I'm going to insert that's him true. into this that's podcast. True. No, no. He's coming back for um, the spring semester to finish his degree or work on his degree. And he just left last year. So I think it, especially because NIL is now allowing you to advocate for yourself, I think it's even more important that you get educated on the business side of things. And Notre Dame has a great business school and program. So, which yeah, is what- Shout out to the Mendoza yeah, School. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're not sponsoring this, but- uh, <laughs> they, can, they can if they want. Yeah, we're open to it. Um, <laughs> Reach out to us. Yeah, but 
I just, I feel like I just don't get it personally. I don't think, I mean, Oregon was a school I considered in my recruitment. Um, but <laughs> I just feel like compared to Notre Dame, your opportunities are so much smaller. But also maybe if you're thinking like, well, I need the money now, which is probably what you're thinking at 17, 18 years old. I mean, if um, someone offered me $2 million or $3 million to go play football somewhere when I was 17 years old, it'd be very hard to turn it down. Now, who knows what I would do? Um, but I just say that I understand the, 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 the dilemma these guys, kids are putting in, being put in. Yeah. But that's just to say, I think he's going to stay, but money is enticing is the bottom line there. Okay. Well, there we go. So you think he's staying though? I'm going to say yes. Okay. Yeah. I actually think he is staying as well. I think, you know who I think, I think it's the, um, the other Bowen kid, Drake Bowen is actually already showing we talked about this at a previous show showing how he's going to be like the leader of this team down the road already showing leadership been very very heavily on twitter talking about how peyton bowen is staying um, so drake bowen already paying up if he keeps this he's already you know if Bo and if drake keeps peyton here he's already worth it but i will say the quote that peyton put out about how these rumors these are just rumors and blah 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 but he also said i'm going to go to the right school for me he didn't say i'm going to notre dame that, and that was concerning. So we'll see. We'll see. Now, just because Notre Dame, and, and if Notre Dame loses him, it's not, I mean, I said, you know, I'm in love with, it's not the end of the world. This is a 17-year-old kid. Who knows? He looks very explosive and we need that. But we have a great class coming in. Um, Rico Flores, like I said, um, Drake Bowen. Jeez, um, oh, I forgot the offensive linemen that were coming in. But um, so how important is it really to keep Peyton Bowen? Yeah. Honestly, I feel like this 2023 class has just been really strong. I mean, I guess it's kind of one of the first classes that Marcus Freeman has really been able to, like, put a stamp on um, in terms of recruiting. Uh, I think, you know, every recruit is important. Um, oh, and that's nice. Yeah, that's and a, it's important. I like that. Uh, and that's kind of, I feel like, what Notre Dame preaches. Um, <laughs> or maybe any team, that's I guess, great. any football team. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, so of course it's important to keep him. And it's also important that Marcus Truman gets a top 15, top 20, um, recruit because it's something that Brian Kelly had a problem with. And if we're looking for progress in this program, um, we're going to have to start seeing that first in recruiting. So yes, it is important. Um, and I would like to keep him. I believe he's staying, but right. Yeah. You heard it here first. Okay. Uh, like, can we quickly just really talk about NIL, though, because I kind of kind of brought it up here in a second. This is kind of a curveball because we weren't planning on talking about this necessarily. Um, but NIL, um, teams off like Texas A&M last year, and it looks like other teams or of jumping on the boat, just paying large, literally large sums of money for these kids, paying for them to come to school. It's, it's not name, image, or likeness necessarily in that. I don't think Peyton Bowen, I don't know what the structure is of the NIL deal. I don't think this is what it was meant to, to do to give him two to $3 million to go to Oregon. Um, nor do I think that's good for a football team for your 17 year old safety. who hasn't played it down a college football would be making two to $3 million, but that's, but maybe that's the way, I don't know a way around it. I don't know what the NCAA is going to do uh, about this. And I don't know if they should, I, I don't know. When I was in college, I could take any job I wanted, you know, and they weren't paying me two to $3 million, but, and certainly kids transferring it's just it's a different different landscape for a college football the, the power is definitely in the players hands at this point um but do you think notre dame seems to let me get to my question which is notre dame seems to be set on we will not pay for one to two players should they 
or should they keep to what they are saying, which is definitely our kids are going to make, if you're going to know a name and you're on the football team, you're going to make a lot of money <laughs> to be blunt. Um, it may not be individual though, because I think believe they pool all their NIL money and pay everybody the same, which is nice. That's a good way to build team camaraderie and a good culture. And those that go there seem to accept that. Now, is that going to lure the hotshot player out of, you know, the top players in the United States? I don't know. Um, you were saying about the Notre Dame degree. So I'm just, I, the question I'm going to ask is eventually is, is this good, a good strategy for Notre Dame in that they are going to lose some recruits for sure. They will probably, it will be very difficult them to ever have the number one recruiting class doing it this way. Would you rather do that? Have still a top 10 class and still have good, like a good moral standing? Or would you like to dip into this new way of playing football and paying these players outrageous sums to come to your school if it guaranteed you a number one class? And by that, probably um, your odds of going to the playoff would increase, although Texas A&M might not agree with that. I feel like, yeah, it's similar to the argument about um, uplifting like the the educational standards that made supposedly made Brian Kelly leave. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. Maybe this is what, or maybe this is what he, why you left. Yeah. But I also feel like if you think about the type of player, like the type of person Notre Dame's recruiting, not even just like the athlete side of it, the actual type of like teammate that you're going to have in the locker room. I think that doing what Notre Dame does creates a culture where they're all a team rather than just a few stars on the team. I mean, we've seen Michael Mayer and Isaiah Foskey, um, Isaiah Foskey especially, go into his own, like, management. Um, but I don't think that that has made him – I mean, I'm I'm not in the locker room, but um, I, he's still a captain of the team, um, and he still seems like – it still seems like the culture on the team is relatively stable, and it also allows for a lot of people to stay with Notre Dame if they know the expectation. I mean, we've only seen a few people transfer, and we saw a ton of people transfer from Texas A&M which shows that maybe they were just there for the money. And I feel like the Notre Dame education and program values um, like camaraderie rather than having like those few stars, which is really the team that should win the national championship. But, you know. Yeah, I'm looking right now at the amount of players at Texas A&M. I don't necessarily mean to pick on them, but they are the, the most egregious of the NIL. Uh, in the NL, there are so many players that are on their chair. I, I was going to count them, but I don't have the time right now to, to do it. Um, so many players starting, all, I mean, my goodness, from November 28th that have transferred out of Texas A&M. And we're talking about three players, four players out of Notre Dame, five maybe, um, if you're including uh, Jacob Lacey, that's type. So, um, yeah, I think you're, you're onto something there. And I forgot, what time is Texas A&M's playoff game this year? Exactly. Right? So um, culture and or, and uh, camaraderie do do count. All right. Any uh, surprise recruits you think we're going to get? Do you, do you have any itch, inklings on anybody else? I didn't. I did minimal research on this, so I'm hoping you have somebody. Um, see, the thing is, when you said this question, I thought of it differently. Oh, oh okay. No, no, go ahead. <laughs> when go you ahead. said any late surprises, I was thinking more like late recruits that we had gotten already. Oh, okay, go ahead. So I will say that it's nice to get Kenny Minchie, um, a flip oh, right. from Pitt. Yeah, that was a surprise. Yeah, that was a surprise. I mean, it was no, nothing's really a surprise because we have Crystal Ball now. Um, mm -hmm. But it, it was it was nice to see, like, a week before it happened, I didn't know it was going to happen. Um, but seeing those, like, 
flips, I feel like we didn't get a ton of flips when Brian Kelly was there. Maybe I'm just thinking of the Brian Kelly era really poorly. Um, but, you know, it's nice to see people actually want to go to Notre Dame, um, which is not a surprise. I mean, it's a great program, but um, it was surprising and it was a good surprise. Right, right. So, and, and you know, Notre Dame's already flipped a bunch. You said Benchy. Uh, don't forget uh, Chris Tarek for the one from uh, Wisconsin was flipped the offensive lineman. That's what I was trying to remember. Uh, Dylan Edwards was flipped from, from Kansas State. Um, uh, a four-star, Bubakar uh, uh, Triori was flipped from Boston. So Notre Dame's been flipping guys all along. I'm guessing there'll be one more. I don't know who it is. At least one more flip uh, before we get to the signing day. So that's exciting, exciting times. All right. And finally, what do you think the class ranking will be? Top five, top three, number one? I think we might just stay where we are. What do we have, three right six. now? Are we at six? Six for 2023, I oh, believe. Okay, maybe I'm thinking 2024, which is number one right now. Six but. according to, um, if we're looking at 24-7, okay. every website. Right, it's different. I wasn't going to rivals. I yeah. I, I really dislike how we're behind LSU. Who is number five? Which stings, but you have to think, you know, Brian Kelly, these aren't the players that Brian Kelly recruited. This is technically uh, still um, Coach O's. Yeah, and I like Rivals. Rivals has us at four and LSU okay. has seven. So there you go, if that makes you feel Okay, better. I like Rivals better. Yeah, there you go. Rivals, if you want to sponsor us, go yeah. ahead too. Um, okay, so um, Transfer Portal. Let's, let's, we've been talking about this and more and more is coming to light about Drew Pine. Where he's, we, um, We've talked about this. Let's just talk about it just a little bit more. Um, any different thoughts about where he'll end up? Now, he has visited BYU, and I also heard that Wake Forest and North Carolina State are also kind of in the hunt for him. So it's, it's that level, which makes somewhat sense. I think it's a – well, go ahead. What do you think? Though? First of all, those landing spots for him, BYU, Wake Forest, or North Carolina State – and then is there a different place you think you should end up? I think we've talked about this before, but we can talk about it again. Yeah. So I know he's visiting BYU personally. You know, I've said for many weeks. Some I was talking to someone the other day, and they were trying to say that they started the Yukon Pine thing. Um, she did not start it. I started it. Um, you know who you are. Um, but I I believe maybe Yukon. But then I was thinking, well, what do BYU and Yukon have in common? They're both independents like Notre Dame. So what's limiting them from like a Liberty or UMass though UMass is a little bit of a stretch. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't go to UMass. Um, I don't know if anyone wants to go to UMass. UMass yeah. Um, but maybe a Liberty. I mean, Liberty is kind of a Hugh Freeze. Is he still there? No. Okay. No so never mind then. Uh, maybe not Liberty, <laughs> but BYU would be interesting because we played BYU and we beat them. Yeah. And he had one of his better games, he did. but it is just kind of an odd transition in my mind. Yeah. It feels kind of like a, like a little little sibling kind of yeah it's, it's weird it's it, it feels weird to me i don't think that he's going that way i i would go wake forest if i, if I had those three choices i go wake forest just because the offense they run i think drew pine gets to throw it a little bit more i don't think it fits his skill set though so maybe north carolina state i like your yukon pick uh your yukon pick yeah, thank you you're welcome yeah but uh, we'll see what happens we'll see where he lands you know yukon's uh, team on the come up they play tomorrow i think in a bowl game so that'd be interesting to watch that too um okay any other thoughts on um any other thoughts on the transfer portal at all? Like um, anybody we're getting or should be getting or any more? I mean, we talked about again last week. We could talk about a little bit more, but. Yeah, we said punter kicker. And in the past week, we got both. There you go. Um, one today from UPenn. Uh, we love the Ivy <laughs> League punters. Yeah, the yeah. Ivy League punters have done well for us, John Sott. Um, but I thought this was interesting. This isn't really of someone we should get, but Pete Sampson was reporting about this, about Tyler Buckner's reaction 
to the um, learning that we might be pursuing a transfer portal quarterback. And he said that he understands um, and that you just, and he kind of said it in a funny way that I'm reading it back because he said, someone gets hurt, you need more depth of the room, need people. So he's not really saying, he's saying, okay, looking for a backup right. to me, which right. is great to hear. And I think whoever they bring in, it would be a competition. Yeah. But I mean, I guess with um, Kane Barong, Kane, Kane Barong's mm-hmm. um, decision yeah. to transfer, which is right. kind of weird in my opinion, because I feel like we don't have too much depth in tight end, um, maybe picking up another tight end or another receiver potentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I could see that. You said that last time, I think you were talking mm-hmm. tight ends. Um, yeah. Uh, I still stay with, we need interior linemen. So let's see what happens with that. Um, I thought they lost one of the people they were looking for towards um, as far as wide receivers, the kid out of, what is it, Kent State? Was that that guy? Did he move on to, well, um, I could be wrong to I don't even know where he went. <laughs> I should have been opening my mouth. It was TCU? I'm not sure. Um, all right. Let's talk bowl prep. Quarterback, How do you, have you heard anything about how it's going at all with Buckner? Um, I mean, I'm pretty confident in saying that Tyler Buckner is back. Um, I, mm-hmm. I think we waited all season for this. <laughs> I waited all season for yeah. this ever since Pine has been throwing those interceptions. Um, <laughs> and... So I'm, I'm happy to see that. I think that that's what we need, especially if we're looking at a transfer portal quarterback. I I really am anti well, that. But uh, Yeah, well, let me ask you this. After the bowl game, percentage-wise, 100% we're going to be looking for, 0% we're going to be looking for. What do you think? We're going to be looking for a transfer court after the bowl game, after we see Tyler Buckner. Hmm. Well, I would say, what would you say right now? I would say maybe like 60-40 or like yes, pursuing one. Well, it doesn't seem anybody's – they haven't signed one yet. And that's odd to me. And I don't think they're going to sign any before the bowl game, which means they're looking to see if what they have is good. Because I think Buckner's been looking great in practice. Um, so I haven't heard, oh, Hudson Card is, you know, on the campus. Or, um, I mean, Blake Sims already signed with Nebraska. Uh, so he was one of the ones sort of hinted. But, you know, um, the kid out of Coastal Carolina, I've heard Grace McCall, who would, on paper, looks like a great fit for Notre Dame. But I think there might be some things that would maybe he's not a good fit otherwise with Notre Dame. So, cause they don't, they don't talk about him much at all. It seems like the quarterback stuff has gone very quiet at the same time. Tyler Buckner's having great practices. So I don't know. What do you think? I, this is biased. This um, is all biased. Yeah. yeah. We're fans. I think that it's going to be Tyler and I'm really upset that people are downing Tyler. I think that 90% of people are going to say, wow, we love Tyler right. Buckner so much. Now, we have to win the bowl game. That's the most important part. If he has a great performance, great, but we need a win no matter what. Um, I I think it's either going to be getting card or not getting card. I can think that he's the only option really? that we have. Okay. I haven't, I mean, me. If, I like Leary out of North Carolina State. I think it's the other one to talk about. But. That's true. Maybe those two. Yeah. But like Spencer Sanders, no. not really good fit. No. Grayson McCall, not really good fit. Um, uh, JT Daniels is not really no. good fit. <laughs> that is no, been no get, talk get, about get, that. We have a chance of getting him next year when he <laughs> gets his fifth year to transfer. Um, I I think he'll do well, and I think this will like finally shut some people up. That, that's what I think. You know, the thing about Notre Dame fans are they'll jump on you quick if you've had a few, but they they also rally around you if you have a good. I mean, just look at Drew Pine's season this year. One week it was like Drew Pine's terrible. Another week is Drew Pine uh, get rid of all the other quarterbacks and Drew Pine is here. So you know 
one good bowl game can launch Tyler Buckner and all this transfer portal talk will be over, which would be great. All right. Uh, any other players you think are going to have a big, big game? I mean, they're just on the, any surprises or just we're, we'll talk, we will do a bowl prep one um, probably next week. All this Christmas Eve, but we'll see. Um, I mean, I guess the position I've been like focusing on is tight end because we have no Michael Mayer, no Kane Morong, um, and we have an injury still to Eli Raritan. Um, so I think Kevin Bauman's back, I yeah, believe. Yeah, he's back. He yeah. Back. Mm-hmm. So seeing him get a little bit more playing time and also Mitchell Evans and then Holden, Holden stays, I think he might be in, is he injured? All One right. of them's injured. got me out there. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Um, but just kind of seeing what that position is going to look like next year. And then also – I think it's a great opportunity to see more freshmen get involved. I mean, we've seen Jalen Sneed, so more of that. But also, we talked about this today, off off air, um, as Nolan Ziegler. Oh, yeah. Joining, um, yeah. And Nolan Ziegler is kind of, I would say, like the Drake Bowen of last year. Um, he was doing a lot of recruiting. He really loves Notre Dame. Yeah, yeah. Maybe um, the new Bo Bauer. Yeah, maybe the new, like, Drew Tranquil, even. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, so I would like to see him get involved. Right, right. Uh, I think you, you, those are some interesting people. Uh, just needs a great call. I, I really think he's going to have a big. Would love to see him have an impactful bowl game. Um, I'm looking at, looking forward to seeing Tobias Mayweather. I think connecting with Buckner and, and that whole thing, and and will show that man what a talent we have there. Uh, so Tobias Mayweather coming back uh, off of concussion protocol and uh, going to play in the bowl game. So that's what I'm looking at. But we can talk more about that next week. All right, Maggie, let's quickly quickly um talk about the echo awards what was your favorite award this week who who are you most happy happy to get an award um so i didn't know about this award beforehand it's not like the basic uh like offensive player of the year or defensive player of the year i'm an avery davis fan how can you not be and he won the nick pietro sante sante award oh that's the one everybody wants yeah but it's about like it's a team voted award yeah It's a team voted award and it's about like leadership and teamwork. And I just feel like Avery Davis had such a weird career in her name and it's finally coming to close. I don't think he can like lobby for an extra year with the NCAA, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, it was just nice to kind of see his career end in that way and see that he's respected because he didn't get as much playing time as he should have. Um, so it was nice to see him recognized for that. Okay. Yeah. I liked, didn't Bo Bauer win an award? Mm-hmm. I, I forgot which award it was. Yeah. Something cross award or something like mm-hmm. that. Iron cross. Yeah. Bo Bauer missed you this year. That was a big loss. We didn't talk a lot about on this podcast, but man, can you imagine him on special teams with Brian Mason? Wow. Wow. Okay. Um, basketball team. Let's bring it up real quick. We only have a few minutes and then we got to get to our picks. Maggie, we're talking basketball thoughts. <laughs> another loss today to Georgia. What are they? Six and four now? Something like that. Yeah. They started off strong. Well, against um, weaker competition. They haven't beaten a <laughs> big time team yet. Yeah, but they were like a- I'm trying to start off with a positive. They started off Okay, strong. sorry, sorry. Yeah. Where do they, how about this? Where do they end up? How, how are you feeling about the team? Where do they end up? I think they'll go okay in the ACC tournament. I can't say they'll make the tournament. Wow. Okay. Um, I am not a big fan of their coaching right now, to put it lightly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that maybe it's time for a change next year. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's also time to play some other players. Yeah. Like Matt Zona. Okay. Yeah. 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 I agree with you that I wish Mike Bray now he's the coach and I trust him. I like him way more than my counterpart here. Um, but uh, playing the bench might help. We have six, you know, the seniors that are, they're g- good players and they played together. So I assume that if they make it into the tournament, they can win a few rounds just for, on experience. 
But man, they need some interior presence. My goodness. Oh, it's got to get better. Come on, Bray. Do some coaching. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, Maggie. Let's get to some picks. What do you got for us this week? Okay. So actually, we'll go through, through these kind of rapid fire because okay. they're kind of random Sounds games. Good. And so there's a, a game basically a day. I have eight games. And Ooh. we've already picked them all because okay. they're part of Bullmania. Okay. So first we have Marshall versus UConn and the Myrtle Beach Bowl. I have Marshall in my picks. Uh, do I have UConn? I don't, I don't know. Oh, I believe I do. Okay. Yeah. I have a lot of points on this game, so I hope it goes my way. Uh, <laughs> like a lot of points. Uh, next we have San Jose State versus Eastern Michigan in the coveted Idaho Potato Bowl. That's a great one. Yeah? Yeah. You can go first. Oh, I'm going with uh, Eastern Michigan. Okay. I actually have San Jose State in this one, the local team. I know. I'm going against them. I'm sorry, yeah. Spartans, but uh, I, I, I got to go Mac. Um, next, I have Western Kentucky versus South Alabama, real nail biter in the New Orleans Bowl. I have Western Kentucky for no reason. Uh, no, I like the Hilltoppers. Yeah. Come on, their mascot alone, you should root for it. Next uh, is Liberty versus Toledo in the Boca Raton Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> real interesting matchup. Uh, there'll be at least 10 people <laughs> at that game. <laughs> uh, who, you want me to make a pick on this one? Toledo or, uh... or Liberty? I'm going Liberty. Really? I'm going with yeah. Toledo. This yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You're going to lose. Uh, well, we'll see. <laughs> okay. Um, next, we have Baylor versus Air Force and the Armed Forces Bowl. Yeah. Go, I think it's your turn. Okay. I actually have Baylor, but, you know, military right. in right. bowls are really uh, in the bowl. Also in the bowl named after you, but but I like love Dave Aranda. I'm going with Baylor. Okay. Um, next, I have Louisiana versus Houston and the Independence Bowl. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It played in Louisiana, but I am going with Houston. I am also going with Houston on yeah. that one. I think that's yeah. like the first one we've agreed on, besides Western Kentucky. <laughs> um, next, we have Wake Forest versus Missouri in the Gasparilla? Oh. Gasparilla? Gasparilla. Gasparilla Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh. I have Wake Forest in this one. This one I don't no. think I have a lot of points on. I'm not going with Wake Forest. I am going with Missouri. I just checked. I don't know who I picked in the you know because we're doing this bull mania thing and I'm losing but but so I may have picked wait for I don't know in that one that's was, a tough one. We'll say I just checked. I have more points on that than I wished. Um, <laughs> so uh, last we have San Diego State versus Middle Tennessee in the yes. Hawaii Bowl. This is an yes. interesting one. Yes. Mm-hmm. I give think me, it's your pick. Oh, give me the Aztecs. I, I don't. Uh, I'd have to do a little bit more research, but give me that because I don't know anything about Middle Tennessee State, and I barely know anything. I mean, I maybe watched 10 minutes of a San Diego State game, so give me San Diego State. I will agree, and I just looked up points. Suddenly, I'm feeling less confident in my, <laughs> in oh, my no. points. You can change them, you know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, so there we go. Bowl mania is on us. So, everybody, we will try to do a show next week or at least before the bowl game. It might not be next week. It might be – well, it won't be on like Christmas. It might be on the – we have to do it before the 20 – well, when do they play? The 20, I should the know 30th? This. Oh, the 30th. We have time. There will be a show before the 30th. Um, thank you for hanging in there with us, and thank you for following the show. Um, make sure to share it with your friends and follow us on Twitter and soon Instagram. Perhaps we're so <laughs> we're so we're so hip. All right, uh, Maggie. Any last words? Have a good week, everyone. All right, go Irish. Thank you for listening. Join us next Friday night for another episode of A Dad and a Daughter Talk Notre Dame Football. 